0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. I have an aunt who never passed away just a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Soon you'll be able to see this story on Yoel Gold's videos because he makes these fabulous videos of stories. My Tante Fei was over 90 when she passed away. When I was a little kid in Williamsburg, she was my favorite babysitter. I loved her. We were very, very close and eventually, when she moved to Detroit, I always stayed there when I spoke in Ello, year after year. And this past Elo she was still alive, and she told me a story. Now, I only knew part of the story. I didn't realize the whole story. Now, most of you are certainly old enough to remember that terrible, terrible bombing in the pizza shop in Sabaros. Now, some of you certainly remember the date was August 9th, 2001. My Tante Feige was there with her daughter in Sbarro's. Now, all I remember from the story until she told me the second part was that she lost part of her hearing from the explosion. She Sabaros had two floors. They had just bought the pizza and she was going upstairs to set the pizza on the table. And all of a sudden there was this deafening, deafening explosion. And my cousin Gitti ran upstairs and said, Mom, we got to get out of here. She said, look, I just fell. I don't have my shoes. I don't know what happened to my shoes. She fell. She was a short little petite woman. And she was knocked against the wall. And she said, Ma, we got to go. She said, there's glass all over. I can't walk. I don't have shoes. So said, Ma, I'll carry it. We got to get out. Because if the terrorists came and they put one on, they're probably going to have a second one. Now, Rahman Rachmaninoff, 15 people were killed and over 130 were injured. And Gitti carried her mother across the street. There was a lady that had a used bookshop and she was welcoming people to come in. And she said to everyone, you could stay here for a little while, but the police are going to come. They're going to evacuate everybody. So we got to get out. And she said, I have no shoes. I can't get any place. And out of nowhere, a short little man came with a keeper and he brought her a pair of shoes. He said to her, she said to him, "Where, where did you get these shoes? He said, I have a shoe store down the block. And the lady just called me and said, there's a woman here who needs shoes. Take these shoes and remember, he said to her, never, ever think that you have to give them back. Go wherever you're going to be safe. Keep these shoes. They're yours as a gift. And that's how she was able to get home. Her son-in-law came to pick her up and she had the shoes. So I said to her, Tante Fadi, you still have those shoes? She said, yeah. I saved them. I said, can I see them? And sure enough, she brought them out and you could see the Hebrew letters of the shoe store. And listen to what she told me. She said, ever since I came back to Detroit with those shoes, for the last 20 years, any time that I feel that Hashem has done something to me, that I want to complain, and I want to say, God, why'd you do this? I take off my shoes I go to my bedroom. I take on, I put on the shoes that I had from that shoe man, shoemaker, sh- oh, shoe store owner in Sabaros.
1: I wear the shoes and I look down
0: and I say, thank you, Hashem. Thank you. I get the chills when I tell it to you. Imagine a woman putting on those shoes from that day of Sabaros, looking down and say, thank you, Hashem. I'm alive. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org